Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Jim Steger of Integrity Express Logistics. Thanks for joining us, Jim. Thank you, Mike. How are you doing? Good. Before we get started, I thought I'd tell our listeners about some of the fantastic shows we have coming up. Tomorrow we have my good friend Alfonso Canejo, who is the president of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce here in Cincinnati. Next week we're going to have Adam Salzman from PCMS. He is their SharePoint product manager. Then we have a really special guest on the 17th. We're going to have Jim McKeever from Syncom Systems. That's kind of a reciprocal thing. I've agreed to be on Jim's radio show as well, which is over at WKRC. Tentatively, we have Brad Cates, the new president of ProSource, on the 23rd of May. And then we have an interesting guy who's raised over a million dollars for a new startup company called MN8 Firefox, a fellow named Zachary Green, on the 30th of May. He's going to talk about the equipment and special orientation equipment and uniforms that he's created for firefighters so they don't get disoriented in a smoke-filled room. Highly illuminating uh, lines on their uh, equipment. I thought it was a great story and a, a, a great startup. We have some, some great guests coming up later in May and June. Here at Sandler, May 29th, we sketch, we change the date, is, is going to be our cold call camp for the month of May. So if you have people that are making cold calls and you want to make them efficient on the phone, getting through to their contacts, getting by gatekeepers, building at least three effect, highly effective scripts, and learning how to break other people's voicemail so they call you back, we have some seats available for that. We do have the, the Sandler Foundations program running on Wednesday mornings. This Wednesday morning, we're going to start at 7.30 a.m. for people who missed the first class. It's going to be Why Have a System. We're going to be doing upfront contracts and bonding and rapport. So let's tell, a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about you, Jim. Uh, you went to Bowling Green State University. That's in Bowling Green, Kentucky? Bowling Green, Ohio. Ohio, because yeah. there are two Bowling Greens. That is correct. Uh, I was thinking of the Corvette plant, Bowling Green. Yes. Jim served as a lieutenant in the United States Air Force and he, as the officer in charge of something called the RQ-2 Global Hawk. What is what is that, Jim? That's a unmanned air system. It's a uh, what we call drones. What you guys call drones, but in the Air Force, this is a large plane. It's got uh, it's basically a flying computer. It's got a 110 foot wingspan, mm. and it'll go up in the air for about 36 hours at a time. So when I was uh, overseas. We would do day-long missions. So you were deployed in Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom, and the Combined Joint Task Force uh, in the Horn of Africa. The Air Force taught you many things about communications and thinking outside the box and the ability to adapt and overcome difficult situations. Great training. Another one of my clients, Don Kennedy, who actually did show number one for us, was an Air Force pilot and then trainer. He used to say that he gave people gas for 19 years. <laughs> he did the refueling plan. A tanker? Yeah, he was a tanker guy. <laughs> the Air Force taught you how to build organizations and become an effective leader. Great place to learn to learn leadership. We'll talk more about that later. In 2007, you got out of the Air Force after how many years? It was two active duty, while in the, and then I had four while I was in college in the reserves. So is that like 12 years? Six. Six years, okay. You founded Integrity Express Logistics in the basement of your own home. The name was derived from the first four core value that Jim learned in the Air Force, integrity first. Yep. That's great. Here at Sandler, we, ha- we have a rule, and I say this to every new prospective client that I meet. They have to agree to it, otherwise I can't do business with them. First one is honesty. i got to be honest with you. you got to be honest with me. that fair? That's fair. Good. And then integrity. I do business with integrity. That means 
in part, our conversations are totally private. That fair? That is correct. And then we say commitment. Commitment means doing what you said you were going to do, even after the spirit in which you said it is gone. Do you believe in that, Jim? Oh, yes. Yeah. And companies that don't measure measure up there, okay, because I measure people by and companies by the commitments they keep, not the ones they make. And it's surprising at which companies fall out of bed because they don't make. I agree with that. I mean, the, the other core values of the Air Force is, you know, service before self, mm-hmm. putting, you know, the service before yourself, and then excellence in all you do, you know, being Good. excellent in everything that you do. i got to bring it down to a downtown Cincinnati Rotary meeting, service above self. That's our motto. We had a great meeting there. We talked about all of the service projects we, we were doing both locally and internationally. The company, Integrity Express Logistics, is owned by Jim and his uncle, Matt Ventura, and his cousin, Pete Ventura. Integrity Express Logistics specializes in trucking, transportation, full truckload, and regionally less than truckload. Commonly referred to LTL. LTL, right. Jim feels company's success is attributed to the diversity and a close-knit working environment, top-notch training, customer service, and always searching out the newest and best technology to stay on top of the logistics industry. A highly computer Oh, very. You're trying to lead me to a question out of sequence, but do you have your own computer guy on staff? or do you? Yeah, we have a full-time IT guy, and then we actually just hired in an intern for the summer to help out with the uh, extra workload that we get during the, the spring and the summer and the fall. So. Yeah, th- th- this IT thing is really... Oh, it's exploding. And you got You have to have uh, a department and be ahead of the curve on the IT world to compete. Yeah, staying up to date. Yeah, you have to. I mean... We're about to have a sunset by Microsoft on this IBM X, X, the XT, XP operating system. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, for one, not happy about it since we still have, I don't know, 30% of our computers in this business in XP. Right. Our uh, our softwares, are they XP is, is ancient. You have to be a Windows 7, and now with the Windows 8 coming out, I'm sure we're going to have to upgrade to that. You know, And I give kudos to our IT guy, Matt Lucrain, all the time because he is – he actually came on to Integrity as a broker mm-hmm. uh, and a salesman, and you know he saw, and I was the IT guy at the time. Okay. He saw that I was not an IT guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of stepped up and volunteered, and he's really, you know, taken our IT department to a next level. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to do that. I have one guy, yeah. Brad Green, that I use. Um, I've been trying to get Brad to come on the show, and he doesn't want to talk on a microphone. I don't think. <laughs> But, yeah, it, we've got to move forward. And just this week, uh, they, Microsoft announced that there's a new version of X, uh, Windows 8 coming out yeah. to take care of some of the, the bugaboos that we've had with it. We've certainly had some. So you, you give your, your, your folks the necessary training, cutting-edge tools to make them succeed in a tough tough market, a highly competitive marketplace. Very highly competitive. How many companies do you usually compete for for the same piece of business, Jim? Well, there's 16,000 brokerage. 16,000 brokers? Are across the U.S. Are they enumerated by, because they're licensed? Some, but some of the licenses are, are inactive. Mm-hmm. So uh, just with the active, you know, there's been uh, reported 16,000. Now, that goes everywhere from the, the largest brokerage in our industry, which is, you know, C.H. Robinson, to a small trucking company that has a brokerage authority just because they might need it from time to time. So mm. uh, a mom and pop who operates one or two trucks. Correct. Okay, yeah, we've had one of those as a client, too. I like this. Jim says that he teaches his employees to deliver to his customers and never make commitments that can't be met. That is a critical piece of truthfulness. You have to, I mean, you know. Not everyone in the industry is. <laughs> never make a promise you can't deliver. Mm-hmm. A great, a great company motto. Integrity Express Logistics is constantly looking for ways to improve processes through technology by staying on top of technological advances. You allow your you customize and streamline customers' logistics needs. As a company, Integrity Express Logistics was named to the Fortune 500 list. Was Cincinnati was in the Cincinnati Fast 55, and you were the winner of that in 2012. And is that the same year, 2012, the Cincinnati Regional Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year? Yes, sir. That is fantastic. And the Business Courier awarded you one of the best places to work. Yes. What did you have to do to win that one? <laughs> well, we had to uh, – there's a link that was sent out to our employees, and they basically fill out a survey. And if, you know, they there was a, a group, a list of questions that they filled out, and, and, you know, I guess we won. I mean, 
Not sure what else the what what else was all involved. I didn't get to vote because okay. I would have voted yes, obviously. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I I thought that you know only companies like P and G or Mercy Health System, big large companies, whether they're private or public, for profit or non profit, could win. It, it, it's interesting. How many employees do you have? We have seventy two right now. Mm-hmm. And over the next uh, year, how 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 do you see your, your employment numbers going? Well, we have fifteen starting in the next month. Mm-hmm. And we will add at least probably 10 more after that. So within this year, 2013, we'll probably add 25 to 30 employees more. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, traditionally in the logistics industry, turnover is high among first-year and second-year employees. Uh, what kind of turnover are you experiencing? You know, the, most of the turnover is not from us letting people go. Some of the, the A lot of the turnover is uh, either another opportunity comes up or uh, they just don't feel it's for them. Mm-hmm. But typically, if we hire, see, if we hired 20 employees last year, I'd be willing to say we probably have 15 to 18 of them still on board with us this year. Mm-hmm. So our, our turnover rate's pretty low at this time with no, our situation and and you know the as big as the transportation industry is, you know we're small. There's a lot of opportunity out there, and you know with us training and giving these guys the the technological tools, they've been able to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's fantastically low turnover for the logistics industry, especially compared to some of the others where I know the the number is uh, 9 out of 10 get replaced inside right. the first year. <laughs> How is your, your corporate structure affecting your business? Well, our corporate structure is we're an LLC, mm-hmm. and we have three owners. Uh, technically, you know, we have a president, a secretary, and a treasurer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all... It, it, between myself, Matt, and Pete, it all comes down to basically votes, and it's it's two thirds wins. Uh, with any large decision, I, we've kind of made an agreement that it's got to be unanimous, and you know sometimes we'll have to lock ourselves in a room and until we all agree, you know, mm-hmm. you know we don't move forward. So, um, are all three partners active in the business? Yes, yeah. um, that's better. Yeah, Matt. Matt, he does a lot with the the younger salesmen and, mm-hmm. and getting people, you know, kind of generating their book of business. Pete kind of handles the marketing and the recruiting aspect, um, and I kind of do the you know the accounting, oversee the IT, the training, uh, any claims or collections that we have to go through, and, and some of the HR work. So we're all very much involved. We're there every day. So oh, that's good. that's good. And, and newer, your company is only how many years old? We are six years old. Six year old companies. Uh, I think the owners have to be there. Have to. It would, Otherwise the investors are, are depending on the one guy who's running it. And and if they give him that tacit approval, there's no problem. Right. But I think it's easier to grow when you have all of the investors in the same room at the same time and can hammer out a decision. We're going to take a short commercial break in a moment. Jim has agreed to take questions. The call-in number for questions, that, and we'll screen the calls during the break, is 646-595. Four nine one six. We're going to uh, listen to Jimmy Fox from Tip Club talk about Tip Club and our upcoming event on Thursday morning, May twenty third, seven thirty to nine a.m. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. If you'd like to reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab. Then just scroll down the list of events until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 1-800-798-0270. 
That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you on the 18th. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Jim Steger of Integrity Express Logistics. Jim, if someone wants to get a hold of you after the show or talk to the company about moving a load of freight, full truck load or less than truck load, LTL, how do they do that? Well, you can either call our main line, which is 888-374-5138, or you can look, up, look us up on the website, uh, www.intxlog.com. Good. Jim, why don't you... Tell our audience how your company goes to market. How do you find your 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 clients? How do you find a, a manufacturer who's got a load of steel steel wheels for railroad cars? He wants to move from here to Chicago. Well, I mean, the most of our prospecting is done online. You know, we we do you know Hoover's is is a is a big prospecting tool. Um, so you got the names of who you're going to call from Hoover's, correct? And, and then we do some research, mm-hmm. and you know, we find their locations and. And we kind of do a little bit of studying on them, and then and then we make uh, the call and try to get a hold of the right person, and then we uh, qualify them, you know, making sure that we can service their needs uh, before we, you know, commit to any business relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is, you know, referrals. The, our current customers who love our service, like our pricing, uh, they will give you people to call within their industry that they deal with mm-hmm. or that they, they deliver to, and say, you know. Call Mike. Uh, he, he, I know he's been having some trouble with some of his trucking companies, and uh, we'll call him. And, and those calls are, you know, those are natural. Those are easy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, having other either competitors or other relationships that you can kind of bounce off the the, the prospect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what percentage of the uh, finding new prospects comes from referrals? Uh, it, it's it's relatively low. I'd say either five or ten percent. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, the mo- most of our our business is generated from, you know, going out there and it is cold calls mm-hmm. uh, and and qualifying customers and, and really getting to know their business and their trucking needs. Um, and it's it's you know we call it hang and bang. You gotta you gotta make the phone calls. If you don't have the energy to to, to make the phone calls, you're probably not going to make it in this business. Mm-hmm. Do people ever find you online and uh, attempt to book a load to be moved? online without talking to anybody does that ever happen uh no we typically we want to talk to people because there's you know they want to you want to talk to people we want to talk to people because we can feel them out and and actually ask them questions um them just giving us a little bit of information while that helps and uh, we can definitely work off of that it's better to talk to somebody on the phone uh and actually get to know them and build relationships um is what we prefer to do because uh, because building relationships and, and building that trust between people is very important in our in our industry. Is that why people buy from you from your company? Yes, I, I mean it, I would say it's eighty percent of the relationship, you know, twenty percent of the pricing, um, and then you know the service that we provide within that relationship is very important. And it's it's trust. I mean, if you're going to hand me a product that you your bosses have entrusted you to deliver. Mm-hmm. You're basically putting your job in my hands mm-hmm. and from pickup to delivery. So, uh, and, and we value that. We understand that, and and that's why we take our job very seriously. Our guys are on call 24/7. If you ever need to get a hold of us, you got our cell phone number. Call us. Um, you know, we have night dispatch guys that cover throughout the night and the weekends uh, for emergency. And you know, if a if a fire were to pop up, we can put it out relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh- I imagine that doesn't happen too frequently. The load catches fire. No. <laughs> Don't move fire. Not going Yeah, right. Uh, what is the unique marketing advantage that, that you bring to the marketplace? Well, our unique marketing advantage is, is we can bring in a a network of carriers. We're a trucking company um, who is asset-based, and they might have 50 trucks. Mm-hmm. They can only offer a service where their trucks are at. Mm-hmm. Um, our advantage is we can bring in... We have 12,000 carriers, companies, uh, who might have anywhere from one truck to 200 trucks within our network. Mm-hmm. And we can bring that, and we can bring competitive pricing. Um, and, and we feel that's the best solution just in case something were to happen. 
I mean, these we're talking about semi-trucks. These are mechanical things, so they do break down, mm-hmm. you know, and we do haul a lot of food and produce, uh, which is a reefer unit, which is another mechanical uh, item, and, you know, those things go bad. So we can recover a, a load or a shipment uh, quickly with our network of carriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the difference, really, between uh, the two types of, of brokers, uh, one that doesn't own equipment and one that does? Well, the ones that don't own equipment, uh, they cannot provide a, sorry, like a an in-house solution for. So, one of our customers is is a local company, and we we have drivers that go there. They drop off our trailers, and they take their time to load them. Uh, where a traditional broker that has no trucks cannot offer those drop trailer solutions. Really? Uh, so, so, so your company owns trailers yes we have uh 24 trailers and then we have owner operators with the the power units or the tractors mm-hmm. uh, that are on with our company they're dedicated we dispatch them we uh we route them uh and we get them back to wherever their dedicated customers at so so in other words my friend peter across the street if he wants you to drop off a trailer so his guys can create the labels i hope you're listening to this peter and load the truck overnight we can do or that. over two days. You can send a power unit by two days from now and then move the trailer to wherever it's got to go. Correct. As opposed to laying up a, a driver and a power unit. Right. So, I mean, and we, and we can do that. And we have, uh, within our network of carriers, we will have guys that will sit and wait, you know, 12, 24 hours to load. Um, but with our own assets... You know, obviously, we can dictate what they do and, and and how they do it and what times they do. So that's a big advantage. It's a big advantage, you know, and I think I definitely think it lets our you know our sales force you know kind of navigate some obstacles with new companies that we're trying to um, sell with or ship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to be in the, many years ago, fresh out of college, I sold thin peeled polyurethane foam for Tenneco, and we had our own trailers, which we had to have because they had to be waterproof. Hmm. Because it, it like rained on the East Coast, and foam rubber and rain meant you had a ruined load. <laughs> <laughs> and we call that a claim in our industry. So, uh, yeah, it's a claim if you don't own the trailer and you don't end up manufacturing right. the foam. <laughs> For us, it was a total loss. <laughs> we were selling seconds. It was an interesting experience. So you have your own trailers, mm-hmm. which gives your your salespeople a competitive advantage. Do you actually keep keep track of those separately in your computer system so the guys know when of they're course. on the phone if there's, a tra- if there's a trailer available and where it is? Yes, we do. And we have one guy dedicated to moving those trailers and those power units around. Hmm. Just one guy? One guy. Well, that's good. Then he, then he knows where they're all Well, he are. has a supervisor as well that knows as well. So one guy as well, he's in charge of dispatching and routing the, the, tra- the tractors and trailers. Uh, he has a su- safety supervisor uh, mm-hmm. uh, above him. Safety is an important part of your industry. Is there anything you guys do in your, in your company that differentiates yourself in terms of safety? Well, we always put safety first. I'm never, you know, we'll never have one of our drivers drive illegally. Our guys are trained that from the very beginning. And you know, unfortunately, in our industry, people will push the limit on legal driving time with drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not fudging the logbooks as we as we speak. But uh, I, you know, we never do that. So that's you know, that's never uh, an option for our guys and. And typically, we're good enough where we can route our, our trailers and tractors that, you know, we don't have to do that. You know, we can still service the customer on time. You know, our guys are, are ta- trained to be up front. If, if it doesn't look right, you know, if it's a 11-hour trip, you know, and the customer wants it done in eight hours, we'll have to be up front with that customer and say, you know, this is this is not legal. We can't do this for you. So, In other words, you can't run the tractor 90 miles an hour down the Correct. road. <laughs> Although a few of them passed me getting back here today from downtown. Do you have any outside salespeople or is it all inside? For the most part, it's all in-house. I mean, most of our, our salesmen are, are W-2 and they're right here in um, the Blue Ash area. Mm-hmm. And, so if and, someone wanted to see see you in Chicago, you don't go? We go. Oh, you do? So, but our inside guys will make that trip. Oh, you'll send one of the inside guys. Right. And, um, you know, as us being owners, we're still very hands-on, you know, a lot of the times we'll go on those trips mm-hmm. or some of our sales managers or, you know, even the actual direct representative, but we'll go on those trips. Okay. That's good. I can't believe time is flying by so fast. If you have any questions for Jim and you want to call in, the number is 646-595-4916. 
I'm going to ask Jim one more question before we take a break. Jim, do you guys have a long-term strategic plan right now? Well, we're developing that as we speak. I know that, uh, you know, I've been working with our CFO on, you know, generating a a plan with actual numbers and data that we, you know, need to hit and need to get. How long are you, are you looking out in your long-term strategic plan? Uh, I'd like to look out 10 to 15 years in a strategic view. So, Her uh, miracle worker, if you could. Uh, there's no, obviously, that has to be adjustable. Yeah, we've done uh, a few with, with clients in the last uh, year or so. And uh, I can't say the names of the companies, but when we get to 18 months, it's uh, foggy, and we cut off hard at two years and say, beyond two years, we're going to fix that six months from now. And we'll add another six months to the other end of the plan uh, because so many things are changing. We're going to take a a short commercial break now, Jim. Uh, Again, the number is 646-595-4916. Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real. He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. You've heard our commercials about sales and sales management, but you haven't made the call for some reason. Maybe you're having your best year ever. Maybe you think a sales development company won't work in your industry. You're different. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Maybe you're afraid that if you called, you'd buy something. If you're happy with all your sales and profits and believe you have all the answers or simply don't see yourself investing in yourself or your people, then don't make the call. We have nothing for you. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, mentoring, business owners, and sales professionals who are serious about their careers. So if you believe that Sandler Sales Training might make you better, faster, meaner, and stronger, call me at 513-646-6523 or register for our next open house. Roth & Associates, the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. You can check us at www.rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth and Jim Steer from Integrity Express Logistics. Jim, what do you think the opportunities and possibilities are for your company over the next 10 years, as you said, in your strategic (laughs) plan? What's going to be happening? The opportunities in the transportation industry is is huge. I mean, I, I hear numbers anywhere from $600 billion to $900 billion. Uh, and revenue within the industry, and uh, and to me, you know, right now, last year we had thirty-four million dollars in sales and revenue, and we want to hit fifty million dollars this year, and we want to continue to grow and try to really hit the hundred uh, percent each year, year after year growth. For as far out as you know, we plan on working, and I'm relatively young; I'm only thirty years old, so I plan on working uh, for a long time. I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, having fun doing this. Yeah, I have fun. You know, the the people that we have in our office are just amazing people to to work with. Um, you know, I remember when I was in the Air Force and uh, I was leading a group of forty people. You know, with engineers and and actually servicemen, airmen. You know, and and I would put our group of guys up against them any day of the week. Uh, I, I really feel strongly about our team that we have here at Integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they do amazing work and they they're very hardworking motivated, dedicated people. When I visited you over in Blue Ash, you're in a nice building over there, but that's not a building that you own. Are you thinking of owning it? Well, we uh, buying your own building or building your own building? Well, that's part of our uh, strategic plan going back and forth is, you know, do we want to, um, you know, leverage integrity and, and buy a building with other tenants in there and then basically grow into those spots? Or do we want to continue to, to, uh, to lease Space. It's a Duke Realty space that we're in now, and they do a fabulous job. However, you know, from a cash flow standpoint, you know, 
if you own something, it's actually cheaper to own it month in and month out than to lease it, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Especially with the low cost of money today. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I think we I, I saw a there's a bank in town that has a, a 3% loan for a commercial building, which is that's the lowest Gee, I've seen. That's unheard of. That's yeah, and it's, I think it's Chevy at Bank that has that right going on right now. So so that's it's very cheap money, and you know from the sources that I've been talking to in 2015, those interest rates are going to go back back up, and inflation is going to start kicking in. So now's an opportunity for us mm-hmm. to do something. Uh, what do you think your prospects are looking for right now? Our pl- prospects are they're looking for a relationship with somebody that they can trust. I think is the most important. They're looking for good pricing. And they're looking to work with a company that is here for the long term and not just here for the quick hits and quick gains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we take our business relationships with other companies very seriously, and you know, we take a look at it. If if we have to, our market is very volatile with the pricing of the trucks. So there might be months where we actually lose money on that customer, but we know in the long run, you know, looking at that customer within a year snapshot that that will come ahead, and we'll take those lumps now. But for the long term, you know, gain and relationship from that customer. So you're you're building long term accounts. Correct. Not just one time. I've got a load to move. Right. We will not. You know, if something goes wrong in you know the first few loads, we won't disappear on you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to stick it out, and we are we definitely look long term for long term relationships for our, our customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a theory of operation here, Jim, that uh, simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Perhaps you could share with our listeners a complex problem that you ran into and the equally complex solution that you used to solve it. Well, there was one uh, one shipment uh, back in it was our first year of doing business, and it was our a customer that we had kind of started up with, one of our first companies, and we had a, a load of pork going into Canada. Imagine that, a load of pork coming out of Cincinnati. <laughs> well, it was actually coming out of Missouri, but we were shipping oh. it up to Canada. And there was some, when it got to the Canadian shipper, the or the receiver, the labels were wrong. So we had to deal with the Canadian equivalent to the USDA. We had to deal with the USDA because we had to ship it back into Missouri to get it relabeled. Well, the whole load had to come back. The whole load had to come back, and it had to get relabeled. Uh, we had to deal with Homeland Security. We had to deal with the USDA. We had to deal with the customs from Canada and the U.S. and the driver was sitting there for probably a good month just at the Canadian border because we had to, you know, deal with the USDA, you know, all these government agencies and, you know, go figure the government, you know, right. they like to they like to do things real fast. Right. Let me get this straight. So the, the ship, the truck to, to, to Canada, it gets to the border. The Canadians say, well, you can't bring it in. It's it actually got through the border the first time. So uh-huh. it's, it's, it's up into Calgary. Yeah. And. The labels were wrong on the boxes, so the the Calgary receiver didn't want the product, and we figured out that the product was actually right, but the labels were wrong. So then we had to ship it back down to Missouri to get relabeled. Okay. So it had to sit at the Canadian-U.S. border until all this paperwork kind of got exchanged. Well, um, going back down to Missouri the first time, to, right? It, it was stuck at the border. It was stuck at the, the U.S. authorities wouldn't let it back in. The U.S. authorities would not let it back in. Oh, so boy. that was a. Uh, a learning experience, and at the end of it, our customer kind of came back to us and said, "You know, get your checkbook out." And, and we were your your end, and and mind you, the company was funded from really when I was overseas, a tax free money. Mm-hmm. You know, I had saved up, you know, quite a bit of money, and I, we had started the company. And within the first year, you know, myself and Matt, we did not pay ourselves a dime. We were just, we know this is a cash flow business, and we were building up cash. So when our customer said, "Get your checkbook out." Me and Matt kind of turned to each other and said, "Oh man, what's this going to cost us?" So, and it, it cost us right around twenty five thousand dollars by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But we are still doing business with that customer today. So, what are you doing differently when you pick up a load in Missouri <laughs> well, now, we, so that you don't get stuck with another twenty five? Well, we double check the uh, the paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough for us to double uh, to check the labels, but we do have the drivers check the paperwork and verify the labels if if it's a a meat load or a USDA inspected and a Canadian USDA equivalent inspected load typically don't handle those anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we try to stay away from those just from that one experience. But if we do have to do those, you know, you know, you cross your T's and you dot your I's before you even pick up the load. Mm-hmm. So, 
So you, um, you do ship to Canada today? or you... Yes, we ship a lot to Canada, uh, a lot of produce into Canada, some meat products, you know, and, and, and really the Canadian market, actually up in Vancouver, is where we kind of got into our niche of taking U.S. produce and shipping it into Canada. Uh, there's not a lot of large network of carriers that do that, and we were able to match up a Canadian carrier and a U.S. carrier at the border, and what we do, we cross-stock the product. Or we do a what we call a trailer interchange where the power unit from the Canadian carrier picks up the, the trailer in the U.S., takes it across, delivers a load, and then comes back and hands the trailer back to the U.S. Uh, company. Okay. So you have to get creative in this business. That's thinking outside the box. And that was really one of our first consistent shipments that really kind of broke through back in 2007 for us. That's, that's, that's a creative solution to a complex problem. Are you still looking for new prospects? Consistently. Consistently. I mean, we have salesmen that are cold calling right now as we speak, or or, or prospecting right now. Um, what percentage? Well, no, look at it the other way. What percentage of your clients reorder from you? Have, ship more than a single truckload. This business is pretty residual, so I would think it's it's, it's probably right around ninety five percent come back to us, mm-hmm. and it, I think a lot of that has to do with the customer service we provide. You know, the twenty four seven availability and our pricing. They want to come back to us and, and, you know, ultimately, you know, it's the relationship that the broker has with that shipping manager, that logistics coordinator uh, that brings them back. Mm-hmm. That's good. Again, we are going to be, we will have time to, for Jim to take a question or two. The number will be 646-595-4916. Jim, perhaps you could give our listeners, other CEOs who are listening, a leadership tip. Well, and, you know, in the Air Force, we in college, you study leadership as part of their training. And one thing that I have, you know, always taken was you got to lead from the front. You got to know the way. You got to go the way, and you got to show the way to your people. Um, if you want them to work hard, work harder than they do. If, if you, you know, if you want to them to succeed in sales or succeed in customer service, provide that yourself, and you will show them the way of how to do that. So, I'm a big, firm believer that you know you lead by example. Lead by example. Um, you know the. Is that what you learned in the Air Force? Yes. You know it was. You know, iron your. You know everything from you know your haircut to your shining your boots to you know pressing your uniform. You know you want to be the best at everything you can be or better than anybody else within your organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they strive. You know. You know you want to act like the CEO or the president that you want to be, not that you are. So. You set the example from the front of the team. Always. Good. We're going to uh, listen to Sandler Rule number 44. Hi, I'm Eric Meyer with Sandler Training, here to talk about Rule 44. If your foot hurts, you're probably standing on your own toe. Here's an example. You go through your proposal with a prospect. Everything looks great. Your prospect is responding in a positive fashion to the information that you brought to the table. Um, everyone feels good. You wrap up and move forward for the order, only to find that the prospect says that they have to take your information to a committee. Now, at this point, you can get angry with the prospect. Why didn't they bring that up? Why didn't they tell you that they were going to have to take this information to somebody else before they could make a decision? Well. It's your job to ask the right questions to uncover roadblocks and potential problems ahead of time so that you don't find yourself scrambling at a future date when it's already too late. So take responsibility when the prospect brings up new problems and challenges. If you ask the right questions ahead of time, you can diffuse the situation before it's too late. And next time you're faced with the situation, the results will be positive. Company owners and sales managers, are you sick and tired of hiring a salesperson you think is Tom Cruise only to get Pee Wee Herman on the first day of the job? Call me, Mike Roth, 513-646-6523 to stop this from happening to you again. This is Mike Roth with Jim Steger of uh, Integrity Express Logistics. Uh, Jim, perhaps you can uh, contrast Integrity Express Logistics as opposed to other 
brokers in the business? Well, with other brokerages within Cincinnati, our commission rates are higher. So we pay our our guys more money to do oh, the same oh, the, job. Oh, the, the salespeople get get paid more. Yes. Oh, that's great. So that's uh, creative. But uh, you know, it's funny. We, I, I was I was at lunch at Rotary, and one of the fellows that I met for the first time, recent college graduate, and I said to him, "Do you have a job?" And he said, "I was offered a job today by." The big guys were a thousand brokers. They offered me thirty five thousand dollars a year. And I said, So did you take it? He said, No, I turned them down on the spot. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll give you card before you leave. Right. <laughs> well and you know, that's uh you know, and us compared to them is we have more opportunity out there. You know, we probably only deal with, you know, two or three percent of the market right now. So as a salesman who ha- has some vision and mm-hmm. sees opportunity and they want opportunity are uh we're definitely better in this area to come to and really in this region to come to because you know we do have the you know advanced technology we do have uh great training our trainer Eric Arling does a fabulous job of one-on-one our managers Matt and Pete or sorry Matt and Dan uh are give one-on-one training and you know the marketplace is so big and we have such a a small mark piece of that pie tagged that you know a new salesman coming on it's you know it it's just wide open he can go after any account. And he can go he after anything. And we pay a higher commission. And we have a comparable starting salary. So the, anybody that is able to think past the six-month-to-year mark, our our opportunity is is, is uh, way better. Sure. I'll make sure you get his contact information before you leave. Good. Let's see. We talked about adding more salespeople. Who are your best prospects? Well, our... Uh, as a, in, in industry, we, we deal our best and, you know, probably our quickest prospects that we can kind to uh, kind of obtain their business is produce and refrigerated shipments. But we always try to go after, you know, what we call a whale, a huge company that does a lot of shipments uh, and try to get scheduled business. Is that because your own trucks are refrigerated trucks? Yes. Okay. So, you know, and, and typically our guys come in and, and you know, they, they train at, uh, uh, from so, another broker that has been experienced. And a lot of our brokers are moving refrigerated freight as, as we speak. So they see that, they get to know that industry or that piece, and, uh, you know, so th- that's what they continue to seek for their prospects. Um, mm-hmm. So in, in produce and refrigerated items, you know, they have typically a quick shelf life, so you got to move the product, you know, and the, the shipping piece's price is not as important as actually getting the consumer to consume the product. So, right, you know, th- those are probably our, our, our best leads as, you know, best prospects. But, you know, if you can put it on a truck, we'll haul it. So we'll mm-hmm. deal with anybody that we can put on something on a truck. You know, yeah, I understand the uh, the problems in fresh fruit. Yeah, we had a banana guy as a as a client many years ago. <laughs> Bananas are very sensitive. Uh, yes, you know, one yes. or two degree off, and you uh, you have a problem. Right, and they and they were gassed in the warehouse before they were put on the truck for final delivery. Yep. <laughs> so there was a limited time frame uh, or shelf life, as you called it. Why don't you share with our audience what you guys are doing on the Internet to uh, improve your brand and or to uh, generate leads? Well, one of the other owners, Pete, does a lot of the marketing piece, and he, we are consistently updating our website um, and our, you know, our Twitter handle and our Facebook page, you know, all the, all the you know, social networking sites we're involved in. Um, you know, so you have one full-time person, Pete, who's on the inside, company employee who is responsible for He oversees social. it, yes. But yes, yeah, he, you know, he will send out tweets, uh, you know, and, you know, we had a special guest come in last Friday, A.J. Green, the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. Um, what we do on Thursday is uh, we allow the uh, the employees to uh, dress in jeans. They pay $3. At the end of the year, the company matches the $3, and we donate to a foundation, uh, a, a charity. charity. A charity, and we donated to AJ Green and his charity, and he agreed to come to our place. And um, you know, he he tweeted out, or I guess yeah, tweeted out a, a picture of him and a couple of our employees and his son, uh, and it had Integrity Express Logistics on the backdrop. Um, and, and to me, that was big. That was you know, uh, and to be able to do it in a in a charitable way, it, it makes it even that much more special. Um, so, and and Pete has done a great job of of, of branding. Uh, integrity and, and really promoting this out there. Our uh, our HR department and actually my wife went to a uh, uh, a spelling bee, a literacy uh, for the uh, literacy foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so we're we're getting out there and, and we promote that uh, within our website. 
constantly updating the website and trying to get the you know get to the front page of Google. Uh, as are you there most of the time today? Well, I don't. Uh, you know what? I haven't Googled our company in probably six years. Mm. Well, because <laughs> uh, we're on live on the sh- on the air, and I'm not going to risk knocking us off. <laughs> I'm not going to Google your <laughs> uh, freight logistics in Cincinnati and see who comes up first. Uh, are, are you buying pay-per-click words too? Uh, no, we don't. You don't advertise then with Google. No, we do not advertise with Google. Um, you know, uh, our our uh, you know we we have guys cold calling and prospecting and building relationships, mm-hmm. and uh, that's our that's our niche. We feel that's the best way to gain uh, the customer's relationship, uh, not some uh, click here for a quote ad. Mm-hmm. So we some seen carriers that, do that. Some brokers. Some, some do. I you know the majority of people will do the you know. What we do is, is cold call and, and develop relationships and qualify customers and prospects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you uh, ask them to, for a quote on the web, you're only going to get the price conscious buyer. Correct. And you won't build the relationship. Right. And, and we're heavy in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Earlier we, was, we were talking about strategic plan. Did, did we leave anything out because we ran out of time in that segment? I had the feeling we, we were. No, I don't think so. I mean, we're, we're consistently, you know, molding our strategic plan and, you know, with with three owners, it's you know it's it's tough. We have very strong personality. You know, it, it's tough for us to get on the same page. But you know, at the end of the day, I think we all want the same thing, and that's for us to continue to grow. Uh, we're relatively young, so we want to do this for a long time. And you know, we are, want. To are all three owners young? Uh, Pete is is my age. He's, mm-hmm. he's thirty. Uh, I won't say Matt's age. He'll get he'll get embarrassed. But he is definitely the older one. But. Uh, uh, the Ventura family is, you know, my grandmother, uh, God rest her soul, had 13 kids, and Matt is the youngest of 13. Wow. And my mom and and Pete's dad are uh, are in the older uh, of the of that group. So it's uh, you know, family reunions are huge. <laughs> Christmas parties are big, but uh, uh, are you the oldest? I'm not the oldest. My sister is actually five years older than me. So okay. I'm not, I'm the baby of my family, but I, I believe Pete is one of the oldest of his. Uh, but I, I think we have right around eighty or ninety cousins. Eighty or ninety cousins. Wow. I mean, it's uh, you know big Italian Catholic family. So. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up here in the Cincinnati area? Yeah, we uh, we're all from Norwood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, and now I think Matt still lives in Norwood. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys live in Oakley High Park. Mm-hmm. You know, they're younger salesmen. Um, you know, they like the up bar scenes. Yeah, up and coming neighborhoods. Um, and I, I live out in Westchester, where the where we started in the mm-hmm. basement, still same house, and uh, you know I still go down to the basement and kind of reminisce of you know it's me and Matt in the in the basement, uh, cold calling, and you know my dog's barking in the background trying to shut her up, uh, and my wife is upstairs doing the the accounting books uh, for us. But uh, so, so we we've come a long way in the six years. Yeah. Uh, I started this business in, the, in my basement yeah. twenty two years ago. And uh, after the first six months, I was so tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's moved tough to bit. work from home. I moved the business out of the, out of the house when I had two rooms of the house for the business. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, impossible to keep it there. But uh, entrepreneurs think like that. You know, they don't they don't see that as a problem. They just you know they're looking at the end, and you know they'll overcome the obstacles as they come. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest problem you think you overcame in growing the business to this size at this point in time? Uh, it was, you know, in my opinion, it was definitely cash flow. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned before, the the company was started from the the money that I was able to save up while I was overseas, mm-hmm. uh, and then we took out a loan from my parents, uh, which we paid back plus interest. Uh, then we took out a loan from my uncle Paul, who is a, a part owner of Shop Tech, which is a company here in Sharonville. Oh, I've seen their sign on the yeah. freeway. Yeah, they're a very excellent company, and, and you know, what do uh, they do? They build uh, software for like machinist machine, uh, and it does everything from tracking it to, to sales and the CRM and uh, the accounting. So I think it's all built into one. You'll have to introduce me to him. We'll put him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will for sure. We've he's, had... uh, he's one of our, you know, I think all three of us kind of go to him for I- advice, and he's always been there for us. Uh, and, and funny to say, he actually went. Uh, he actually lived with my parents. Because uh, he's a, he's one of the middle childs of the thirteen and uh, uh, growing up when I was a little baby, so uh, he you know the Ventura family is very close in that, and and we still talk to him, and you know I'm always 
bouncing things off of him. And uh, he, he gave us a loan, actually two loans, which we were able to pay back within a year. So cash flow is a continuous obstacle for us. Uh, but now that we've been around for a while, uh, you know, the banks, you know, we get the recognition from the Fast 55 Small Business of the Year, Inc. So, 500. Some of the banks warming up to you now? They're finally, you know, they'll answer my phone calls now. So Okay, that's good. <laughs> Uh, but no, the, you know, recently the you know Bank of America and PNC have been great to us, and um, you know, you know, you, you need you need cash and capital to grow a business. No, especially your type of business, which yeah. which I'm glad you recognize as a cash flow type of a business. Uh, I'm going to be. I want to thank you for being on the show with us, Jim. Uh, I'm giving you a copy of the uh, You Can't Teach a Kid to Ride a Bike at a Seminar. Uh, it's not an autographed copy. <laughs> If anyone ever gives you an autographed copy of this book, you got a problem since Dave Sandler died before, about a week before this book came out. Uh, and I'm giving you a copy of our training calendar, a couple of training passes to come to a couple of classes, and a uh, million dollars. Everyone makes a million dollars. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Jim, is there anything else you want to add for our, our, our listeners about your company or Sure. I, I do want to, you know, we're a growing company. You know, if, if anybody out there knows somebody that is young or not necessarily young, but uh, hungry, motivated, dedicated, and, and, and really wants to make a uh, a, a living and uh, and do something that's fun, changing every day, it's fast-paced, uh, you know, contact us on our website or our phone number at 888-374-5138, uh, you know, and, and we're hiring. Uh, and we look to, you know, we want to hire the best candidates and mold them in. Good. Jim, again, thanks for being with us. Uh, Scott, why don't you take it away? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.